Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about fashion. (laughs) Now, as I have stated, uh, when we shared our style podcast and also one on coolness and what it meant to be cool, you know, I in no way have any authority in the area of fashion. (laughs) In fact, my pursuit of fashion is more centered around comfort these days than uh, actually about looks. You know, I would ask for some help from someone in the fashion industry, but I hear that they are also clothes-minded. Oh, boy. Sorry, I had to insert a little dad joke there for you. But, uh, you know, fashion has been a big influence on the world over the years. You know, we always enjoy watching Josh Gates on Expedition Unknown on the Discovery Channel. And I first started watching him during an episode where he was looking into various historic findings surrounding the life of Jesus. And I was excited that he was sticking to what the Bible says as he compared the, the findings with Scripture. But he talks a lot about other ancient civilizations in his show as well. And, uh, you know, unbelievably, fashion has been a part of societies for thousands of years. You know, he is, uh, was interviewed one time uh, and has interviewed archaeologists who found jewelry, clothing items, and even crudely developed makeup that was used and worn from the early days of man. You know, we will share more scripture later on, but think about the various Bible passages that dealt with various forms of fashion throughout the word. You know, in fact, there is a great amount of instruction and description provided for the clergy of those days. Think about that, you know, how uh, certain items and clothing should be worn at different times for different occasions. You know, the details were so descriptive that many have been able to create paintings of how the priests would have looked back in those times. In past podcasts, I've also shared some of the fashion I pursued over the years, and it is still fun to look at old photos to remember what all we used to wear over the years, isn't it? I'm sure you have some good photos there in your scrapbooks. Well, that's what we used to have kids with scrapbooks. Now I know it's all on the computer or on our phones. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to be in a couple of movies in the last few years where they were set in different eras from the past. Uh, I was in a Matthew McConaughey movie that was set in the 1980s, and I had to wear an old knit sweater and some Lee jeans, remember the Lee jeans brand, and carry a members-only jacket over my arm. <laughs> it was surreal being in that scene where everyone was dressed like I remembered from back in my high school days. I just couldn't believe looking around, and it was like I was back in time. But then recently, I played a farmhand in an Ethan Hawke movie that was set in the 1950s. And uh, I had to dress like a farmhand. And of course, the film crew was all uh, there to make sure that nobody had cell phones or Apple watches or any other modern items that could be visible on camera in those various scenes. And that reminds me that, uh, you know, part of our fashion sense includes the gadgets and accessories we carry with us all the time, doesn't it? You know, for instance, you can even see an historic timeline for purses and wallets if you look in the right places over the years. And personally, I've had everything from a rubber coin holder as a kid. I can remember that. You know, you squeezed it, it looked like Pac-Man. <laughs> but you could keep your coins in that. And then I also had a Velcro wallet as a teenager. And, and uh, that was 
fine and all, unless you were in a quiet place and had to get into your money, then you'd hear, you know, as you're <laughs> opening that wallet each time. But uh, nowadays, I carry around, a, a, it looks like a daytimer uh, style wallet, but it actually is big enough, it holds my cell phone. So it's pretty big, you know, carrying that around. But um, I like it because I get to, to carry all the things I need in there, credit cards, cash, just, uh, you know, any other business cards and things like that. So it's nice to have. But the bad thing is that what I carry around is so big that I even had a store cashier one time say to me when I accidentally left it there uh, by the cashier as I was starting to walk off and he said hey don't forget to take your wife's purse <laughs> oh man i retorted um that's my man bag oh, not really I, I just said thank you and moved on i guess <laughs> embarrassed but uh, you know i've always said that uh, fashion can be cruel sometimes can it you know i still can't believe some of the things i wore in the eighth grade or my early years of high school uh, there's pictures to prove it, but I can uh, think through, of course, the mix I had of concert jerseys and whitewashed jeans and parachute pants, Coca-Cola shirts, remember those, those jerseys, and Zuba's pants. Oh boy, they were comfortable, but awfully loud. <laughs> they needed to have a volume knob on them that you could turn them down. You know, they had those uh, leopard and zebra stripes and all kinds of things there, tiger stripes. Crazy, you know, and you can look those up if you don't know what those look like uh, some of those things I mentioned just to do a quick internet search and and you will find them <laughs> crazy times but it's amazing how fashion can change over the years you know recently to celebrate our 100th church anniversary we decided to dress in the fashion of different decades for our 4th of July parade and on the float there uh, you know just looking at over the past 100 years what clothes might have looked like some wore uh, some clothing that uh, was from the 1950s like poodle skirts and scarves some wore tie-dye shirts and headbands from the 60s some dressed like the 1980s with the neon colors and sunglasses and then I I chose to dress like the era when our church was founded in the 1920s. So I wore a vest with a pocket watch and a bow tie and a derby hat and garters on my sleeves. And it all looked good, but with the 80 degree plus temperatures on the parade route, I was getting very hot. <laughs> and I was glad I could change out of that as soon as I got home. But uh, I think a lot of people uh, enjoyed and appreciated us wearing that and just uh, putting on that display. You know, even pastors have had fashion adjustments over the years, if you think about it. And when I was a kid, I can remember my dad would wear a black robe each Sunday as he preached. And he would uh, change the, the color of the stole around his neck to go along with each season or event uh, that was taking place there at the church that we were celebrating. And then through the years, it was expected to, for men to wear suits and the women to wear dresses to each service. And so you saw that each week. And uh, then, of course, of course, most recently, um, things have changed. And I personally wear a button-down or golf shirt and a casual uh, pair of pants like khakis or something like that each Sunday. And many times throughout the year, I'll even call for a blue jean Sunday. <laughs> we can dress down even more. You know, I've noticed that uh, that's taking place not just at our church, but uh, around the country. You know, as I uh, have 
visited a couple different places, even denominations where they were set on, you know, you had to wear a suit. Now they're dressing like I just described too. And so that's amazing to be able to see people uh, kind of moving along in that way, you know, and it's fun to talk about, of course, the various types of fashion from over the years, but it's also good to realize that our walk with the Lord should not be distracted by focusing on what we wear each day in our lives. In fact, Colossians 3, 12 and 13 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So the fashion we should be focused on is that which is eternal, right? You know, I've seen people before who don't have the most up-to-date clothes or hairstyles, but offer a big, beautiful smile that just lights up the room. And when you understand that the compassion and kindness behind that smile is from a good and pure place, it completely overshadows any shirt, shoes, or pants that someone has chosen to wear for the day. And so I wonder, have you been... Uh, you know, fashion challenged over the years in your life, <laughs> like many of us have. Well, remember that a true f- fashionable draw is the love of Christ shining through you in every way. And knowing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. And again, that's Pastor Doug Meacham. That's M-E-A-C-H-A-M at yahoo.com. And make sure to check out our new YouTube channel for some exciting adventures and travels and enhanced versions, of course, of our podcast. And I ask you, won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us, and God bless. We make life beautiful.